0: Hi there, and welcome to the podcast, Family Chatters. Family Chatters, of course, is the only podcast uh, all about the ninth season of the show, Family Matters. And I am your host, uh, Chris McCarthy, once again. Today, we have a very special episode. It is not going to focus on a specific uh, episode of Family Matters Season 9. Instead, we're going to be speaking with a very special guest who has created a one-man show, which is a musical all about family matters. So we're going to talk to him and hear a performance of that show. So why waste another second of our lives not hearing that? Here it is right now. Okay, so I'm here with Mr. Leonard Skidmore, who is doing a one-man show. Uh, I don't know where he's doing it. I think Broadway possibly, but we'll find out. Uh, It is called It's a Rare Condition. A one-man show, and it's all about family matters. And I also, I believe it's a musical, uh, which could be very interesting. So let's welcome Leonard Skidmore to the show. Welcome. Hey, thank you very much, Christopher. It's wonderful to uh, uh, to be here.
1: I'm very happy to be promoting my one-man show uh, down on Broadway. Uh, currently, not, I'm not, let's not be confused here. I'm not yeah, in a uh, theater in uh, Broadway, uh, currently performing on uh, Street Corners.
0: Okay. Uh, well, so you're saying, are you saying Broadway or Broadway? <laughs> Broadway. Broadway. Way. How, are you, how do you spell this street name? B R O. Yep. A D. Yep. W. Yep. H A Y. Okay. No. See, that's not the one I thought you were talking about. Uh, what's where the Broadway is, the famous Broadway is in New York City. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, yeah. No, we own in Yonkers. We have not yet afforded
1: a, a, a train ticket. And by we, I mean me, myself, and I have not afforded a train ticket down into the big city.
0: Okay, so this is a one-man show you're doing uh, on the street corner, it sounds like, in Yonkers called Broadway, and uh, uh, but you you don't sound like you're from Yonkers, if I if I can
1: take a guess. You sound like you're is, from... Is that, that's a venture you're going to take, you're going to go out in a limb? <laughs> that's correct, Christopher, yeah. I am not, uh, I'm not from this uh, part of the uh, neck of the woods, as I think you say up here in... Uh- yes, we say you're not part of this
0: neck of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you from?
1: I am. Uh, I'm from, as you could tell from my accent, uh, I am from Jacksonville, Minnesota. Jacksonville,
0: Minnesota. Oh, way are Pennsylvania. Uh, so how did you get into? So you are performing this one man show. I don't know how you ended up in Yonkers, but uh, but uh, let's hear a little bit about your backstory. So, first, your name is Leonard uh, Skidmore. Uh, Leonard, actually, Leonard Skidmore. It's pronounced Leonard. Leonard. Okay, so that uh, obviously you're going for, it's, it sounds very much like Leonard Skynyrd, the rock and roll band. I have not heard of them, no. You've never heard of Leonard Skynyrd? I have not, no. Are they, are they new? No. Is they've, it been a, a, f- they've been around for many, many years. They sang Free Bird.
1: Is that, is that a sale?
0: A what? Down at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're just giving out free birds? Is that a sale down at the supermarket? No. Uh, what kind of supermarket do you know that just gives away birds?
1: I know, but I gotta say, I've been out here for a long time trying to make this one-man show work, and uh, I could, you really use a a deal right now.
0: So, tell me a little bit about this, then. How, what drew you to family matters? What made you want to do a one-man show about them?
1: Uh, That's a very good question, Christopher. Uh, uh, (laughs) It's a good one. A question. It's a good question, Christopher. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, my accent is a little thick. I, I understand. You can't always understand what I'm saying, so I'll slow it down a bit
0: for you. Yeah, that Minnesota accent is very off-putting, but c- please continue.
1: All right. So uh, I started out at a Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, uh, and uh, back in the early 90s. Home up? of the Groundhog? No, 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 no. No? No. Okay. Different Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania? Or the one next door across the river. You know how there's like two Kansas cities? There's t- Punxsutawney? I wasn't aware of it was a twin city. Punxsutawney and Punxsutawney East. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I started out there in the mid-90s. Uh, became a huge fan of Family Matters when it went on air. Uh, and at the time, I was actually a white supremacist. Wow. Okay. And I'm not proud of it, but it opened sure. my eyes to the world of what it's like to be a black family in America.
0: So you were actually a white supremacist and then you saw Family Matters and you, and you j- completely changed your ways. That's correct. It, uh,
1: it, it showed me the light, Christopher. Wow. And I said, okay. I have to go out and I have to spread the gospel, right? We were going out wearing sheets, being all white. So I can't, we, that, we can't do that no more. So I started out, I did a show and I said, all right, we got to do something that's a little inverse. Instead of wearing white sheets, I go out wearing black sheets, Stand in the front yards of white people and burn black crosses.
0: Oh, okay. So it's this still sounds like you're now you're just racist against you hate white people now? Anyway, that was my first show. Uh then I, I What was I, wait, what was your first show? <laughs> burning black crosses on white people's lawns? Audiences, yeah. I would go you, out and I I find wouldn't I, call I, that a
1: show. The That's, whole neighborhood would come out. They 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 watch what I'd be doing.
0: It, and were they a fan of what you were doing?
1: Uh not at first, no. Right. Uh, and eventually, uh, they did not come around either. So that's why I had to leave. I had to leave at Pennsylvania. I had to leave that life behind. Uh, I had to leave my wife there, my children. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they, you had to leave your wife and children. I had to. Uh, they also did not appreciate my show. Okay. So uh, I took off for Jacksonville, Minnesota, okay. a place I thought would be much more liberal. I got out there sadly mistaken. So I realized I have to reinvent myself. I have to come out with a new show. Uh, so I've been working on this one man show. I started it there, uh, got a pretty good following, uh, and I decided I'm going to take that on out to the big city under the bright lights of Broadway.
0: Wow. And, and, and so your show is all about family matters and it is a musical. Am I correct? It is correct. It is correct. The problem though, with the name of the show and, uh, I've been thinking
1: about changing it, but it did get a pretty good following in Minnesota, but
0: the name is it's a rare condition. People
1: would think they'd be coming out. They didn't know they'd be coming out, seeing me doing, uh, uh, a show about family matters, right? They, not everyone knows the theme song by heart like I do. Right. Right. They'd be coming out thinking it's a one-man show about uh, someone who has a rare condition. They be oh, thinking, like a medical condition. Right. right. Someone, under, you know, the, they're about to take their last breath, maybe see a death on stage. People are very
0: disappointed when they show up. People went to your show expecting to watch a man die on stage? A few people said they wish I had just croaked on stage. Oh, okay. I don't know if that was related to the name That's, or due to my performance. I don't know. Either way, not a good review. No. All right. So I, I believe at some point we're going to hear you're going to do a little uh, performance, right? And you you sent me some of the music that you've been working on. We're gonna we're gonna throw it in there. Yeah, I th- there's some wonderful musical numbers in this. I think you're re- gonna really enjoy them. Uh, so what's going on with your with your wife and kids at home? Are th- they're still in Pennsylvania? I assume. And ha- do you still talk to them?
1: Uh, I keep in touch with my son. Okay. Uh, and I've been in. Touch what is with his name? My son. Yeah. Tell me everything about him. My son's name is uh, Ashley Madison Skidmore. What?
0: <laughs> Ashley Madison,
1: is Madison his middle name? No, his first name is Ashley Dash Madison. Okay. Last name Skidmore, no middle name.
0: Uh, uh, so, okay. How old is he?
1: At this point in his life, I say he'd be about uh, 27. 27.
0: So, and his name is very close to the cheating website, the famous one.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, my wife named him. And uh, I think that's where he doesn't come from. I don't think he might.
0: I got to tell you, 27 years ago, that website did no, not exist. No, 27 months. This this is a baby we're talking about? This is a baby, yeah. Okay. Normally, when people say, when someone asks how old someone is, and then you say 27, or any number, really, without a follow-up, they're referring to years, not months. It's a two-year-old, essentially, right? He's a toddler, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my
1: wife, uh, Marsha Skinner, uh, Nate Tucker. I'm sorry, Mar- Marsha Skinner? <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I misspoke. You were talking about that uh, that that guy, that fella, uh, Leonard Skinner, before. It's a band, yes. It, for all I know, through Ashton Madison, he could be the father of my children. You think the band Leonard Skinner potentially fathered your children? All of them might have done it. Okay, I can't prove it, and you can't disprove
0: it. I certainly cannot disprove it. Right. That's true. So, And, and she frequents this site and, and had a baby, named the baby, even though it's a male, Ashley Madison. Uh, and you think possibly that the band Leonard Skinner is responsible for uh, being the father of this, of this child. You think she just fucked all of them.
1: In my life, Christopher, it ain't the most outlandish thing I ever heard of.
0: What is the most outlandish thing you've ever heard of?
1: This band called Leonard Skinner,
0: they out there trying to take part of my name, fucking my wife. That's the, that's the same thing that I just said that you said was not the most outlandish thing you've ever heard of. No, that, 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 it's
1: a band and not a person. Oh, the fact Who that, would name a band Leonard Skinner? Why would that be a thing that someone's doing?
0: I think they named it actually after their high school, after a teacher of theirs in high school. Where, where did they go to high school? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm interviewing you. Hey from Alabama. Okay, so why don't we get to your musical? <laughs> it's called "It's a Rare Condition," a one-man show, and you can see uh, Leonard here perform. Leonard, sorry, performing this on uh, street corners right now, just in Yonkers, New York. Uh, hopefully, someday in uh, on an off-Broadway theater. And uh, and I understand you want to perform uh, a little bit of this, and we'll do that. I'll help you out. I'll actually read uh, sage direction for you.
1: That'd be wonderful. Thank okay. you.
0: And then you, you do your one-man show thing. And then you sent me a couple of clips uh, to, to throw in here for the music. And I, I assume this is all music that you wrote and, and are performing. And we'll hear that. So uh, so here we go. This is It's a Rare Condition, a one-man show. So scene one, spotlight on Carl Winslow. And you put, pl- okay, so you're playing different characters, I assume, maybe it, in this? It's a whole man show, but I play every character on the show. Great. Spotlight on Carl Winslow. He walks alone to the front of the stage, dressed like a cop. Okay, he twirls his bullet shooty thing around his finger. That um sounds like you're describing a gun.
1: Oh, that's what they call them. All right.
0: Okay. I you, really should have this proof read. That you, th- you, you, the first thing you thought of when thinking of a gun was bullet shooty thing. Listen, I I don't have
1: past a seventh grade education. I and I'm not uh, surprised. You're honestly lucky. Uh, that I spelled shooty-rat.
0: Okay. Uh, he waits for criminals to show up. Boy,
1: it sure is tough out here in the mean streets of Chicago. Back when I was a kid, there was no crime. Everyone just played by the rules and was polite to one another. Those were the days. Gasoline didn't cost nothing more than a hair hey penny. You could trust your neighbors. You could trust strangers. Heck, you could even trust your mortal enemies. Those were the days. The days when family really mattered. I'm not a perfect person. There's many things I wish I didn't do.
0: Okay, let me let me just pause for a moment why, here. Why are we pausing? Uh well no, we'll continue that that sounded exactly like uh the song um I believe, it might be called The Reason by Hoobastank.
1: Listen, Christopher, I did not, I, this is a one-man, one-man show slash musical I want to put on Broadway, but right. I've been working so hard just trying to get this off the ground, uh, writing up these scenes, traveling. I did not have time to actually write the music, so I am uh, taking a little bit of a poetic license, okay, and uh, repurposing
0: some wonderful music by a wonderful band. And that band is, is stank. That band will be Huber Stank. Okay. So you didn't write music for this, the musical, and you're stealing. I will. I will. No. I will. You, okay. So this is I a placeholder. And
1: I am not stealing it. I purchased this for $0.99 on iTunes in 2008.
0: Let's continue here, I guess. Uh, scene two, spotlight on Steve Urkel. Okay. So now you're playing Steve. Uh, he walks alone to the front of the stage, dressed in suspenders like a nerd. He is sad. I've, thank you, Christopher. I think that really puts in, uh in perspective and sets the scene for the audience. That's exactly what
1: it is. It's scene it's raw description. raw emotion.
0: Yeah. No, you wrote this, right? I did. Okay. I did. All right. Here we go. Are you... No, uh, wait. Are you going to do this during the play? Is someone going to be reading the, the stage direction on stage? I will be. I don't walk out and do any of this. Oh, you'll be reading the whole thing? Right. I, I want the audience to use their imaginations.
1: I ain't dressed like... I ain't dressed like Carl Winslow. I ain't spinning a shooter thing. I ain't in oh, suspenders. Okay. I am describing for the audience. I'm out there in a black sheet.
0: Wow. Oh, so very similar to your days in Punk's taunting. Well, There's no light. You can't see
1: me. You okay. can't see
0: me no way, no how.
1: Wait a minute. The stage is dark and you're in a black sheet. You can't see me, but I can see you. <laughs>
0: How can you see the audience if it's completely dark and you're covered in a
1: black sheet? There's one investment I made in this show, Christopher, and it's been paying off dividends. I bought night vision goggles. Okay. I stand there watching the audience and I can tell, are you enjoying yourself?
0: Are you getting it? So let me get this straight. You are standing on a stage in pitch blackness uh, uh, co- covered in a black sheet. Uh-huh. The sheet, I assume, has eye holes in it. Under which you are wearing night vision goggles through which you are w- observing the audience, even though they cannot see you. That is correct. Yes. Uh, so let's just continue here. So you're, now you're Steve Urkel. Uh, so it says spotlight on Steve Urkel, and there's no spotlight, clearly, right? Because it's pitch black. No, I describe
1: it, but it ain't there.
0: You're describing, you want the audience to sit there in the darkness and imagine this happening in front of them.
1: Yeah, it's like live old time radio.
0: Okay, if you were to listen to old-time radio in complete darkness while someone was watching you, as my, as my grandpapa always used to say, big brother's watching. Right, so is this kind of like a veiled reference to the NSA uh, kind of, you know, spying uh, scandal? Never mind. So let's continue. Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel uh, is on stage. He's wearing suspenders, uh, but he's actually not in, in the performance that you'd be watching. So uh, let's go, Steve.
1: Boy, it
0: sure is tough being
1: a nerd out here in the mean streets of Chicago. Back when I was a kid, you could just hop in your porta potter time machine and zip zap zoop any old place you desired. Ancient Greece, medieval England, even present day Chicago. These days, there's nothing but bad news out there drugs, corruption, guns. Someday you wonder what it's all for. Then one day you wake up an old man and you look back at your life and you think to yourself, Did I? Okay, that
0: that is the second song, which is actually the same as the first song. It's, again, Hoobstank, The Reason. That's actually the chorus. Correct. And uh, I I think that that part really hit it right on the
1: head because uh, it kind of brings to life. Did I... Do that. I just want you to know uh,
0: I, and he wants you to know. I, I don't see how this is at all relevant to family matters still, but uh, I for some reason will let you continue. I, uh, I think this is going real well. Yeah, it's going great. Scene three spotlight on Richie. Okay, so now you're you're taking the role of Richie. He walks alone to the front of the stage his jerry curl glistening in the bright spotlight. From his back pocket, he takes out a photo of his mom, Rachel. He presses it to his heart and looks up to the sky. He kisses the photo and puts it back into his pocket. He looks directly out at the audience. Ladies and gentlemen, Huber Stank. Okay. So at this point, the, um, Richie's monologue here is not even a, a monologue. He's he's actually just introducing the band Hoobastank. Are you uh, anticipating the band Hoobastank actually performing during this show? Listen,
1: I would love for Hoobastank to come and play. Hoobastank, if you're listening, I'd like to perform with you at the Hammerstein
0: Ballroom. I assume they're listening. So Huba Stank, uh, if you're listening, this is a, a well, well, one, I think, I don't know if they'll be too pleased that you're, co- we're, you know, I, I don't have the rights to thanks no, music. I, I, you, Christopher, I bought this. I, get, I bought this music. I get music. that you bought it. but This is
1: I, my music. I own it. iTunes said I own it. Steve Jobs said I own it. Ashton
0: Kutcher said I own it. Okay, when you buy a song for ninety nine cents on iTunes, you don't own the rights to the song. You just own that copy of the song. Right, and I can do with it however I please. That's that's not technically true. Um, and that, and then it, I notice it says the end here. So is that the whole? Is that the entirety of the show? That would be it, from front to back, back to front. So Leonard uh, Skidmore. Thank you for being here and uh, and performing all of your one-man show. If you want to see Leonard live, uh, someday, hopefully, he'll be playing at the Hammerstein Ballroom with Hoobastank. Uh, and, of course, the, the the show, once you go in, you'll be you'll be uh, cloaked in darkness. <laughs> the lights will shut off. The show will just be him uh, under a black sheet reading. But don't worry, he'll be watching you, even though you can't see him. And when the lights don't come on, when Hoobastank starts playing, don't worry, they're there. Oh, that's actually a good point. You don't need to have hoopas there. You could just say that they're there. You're right out there on the rest of the song. All right. Thanks for being here, Leonard Skidmore.